there! It's another episode of Off the Canvas with me, Jen Vandevoren. And this episode actually wasn't going to happen. It was going to happen, and then it wasn't, because I wasn't sure about it. I was feeling too vulnerable. It's about grieving after my mom's passing and defining what success is on our own terms. And I felt it was just too much, so I wasn't going to post it. But then, the recording that I had recorded didn't have any sound. And so, here we are again, back to the one I wasn't going to post, but apparently the universe says, yes, you are, because this is what's available and ready to go. So, it's um, a little thank you for everyone who supported me after my mom passed and continued to give me that support. I love you all. And also, it's about creating success on your own terms and how my mom was really a master at that. So... I hope you find this little, I'm calling it a heart sprinkle, Um, I hope you find it useful. It wasn't supposed to be a main episode, but here it is. So I'd love to hear what you think after you listen. Okay, here we go. Another episode of Off the Canvas. Friends, how are you? It's Jen, and this is a little teeny tiny bonus episode of Off the Canvas. I'm going to call it a heart sprinkle. Because it's sort of a midweek, mid-thought, kind of what's on my heart, super teeny tiny, just little love bomb for you, if you will. So no editing, it's just going to be speaking from my heart, quick, out to you, just a little message. So I hope there's more of these, I think there will be, but I'm just starting this one because yesterday was the anniversary of my mom's passing four years ago, and I... I... This is mainly an episode for everyone who is grieving. Um, I don't even know how to, how to frame it, really. But I just wanted to say that I know grief is slippery. It's so slippery and there is no expectation of where we should be at with any of it. I want to give hope to those who are freshly grieving. At least in my experience, I find myself thinking more of my mom from a joyful place rather than one of pain on a daily basis it's more good memories and i think i'm more emotional right now saying that because yesterday was the anniversary of her passing four years ago and it surprised me how emotional i was because i thought that i was pretty much through the hard part of the grief but it comes back and bites you right and there is no end to it we just learned to live with it. And I heard a really good quote where grief is basically the unexpressed love that we have for our, for our, for our loved ones. I thought that was very on point. <clears throat> but the other thing I want to say, I didn't want this to be all gloom and doom or sad. It was really, I wanted to thank everyone for the outpouring of love because I posted a bunch of beautiful pictures of my mom on Instagram and and you know her in her garden and she loved cooking and all these wonderful things about her and so many people just sent such heartfelt beautiful sentiments and that helps so if you never know what to do with someone who's grieving um please do reach out if you don't know what to do don't do nothing is what i'm saying um in my experience anyway and i only speak for myself i'm definitely not trying to 
um, say this is a global perspective that I'm giving, but just from my perspective, I hope this helps in some way, just that knowing that other people are there thinking of you, of course, no one can change the situation of losing someone, but knowing that others are around just for support and that you don't have to go through it alone, it means the world. So you don't need to be giving extravagant gifts or foods or visits, just little messages mean the world. They mean the world to me anyway. And um, so thank you for that. The other thing I wanted to point out was when I was thinking of my mom and sharing about her, um, I just wanted to share how she really was an artist of her life and not in a traditional sense at all. She didn't do painting or drawing or anything like the usual kind of fine art type of things, not dancing or that kind of stuff. But she created a beautiful life and she created success on her own terms and success to her looked very different than probably what society or others would say success was. She wasn't fancy, she didn't wear extravagant clothes, she didn't really have her hair you know all fancy, she you know she got her hair done and colored and she wore a bit of makeup but the outward appearances you know jewelry was not a big deal for her she didn't drive a fancy car. She was upset when my dad got her a new one because she really liked her old ones, her old, you know, cars that she did have when they upgraded. And, you know, about their house, it was functional and she never felt the need to to upgrade or to make the house look nicer, just more stylish because it was super functional. She loved cooking in her kitchen from the 70s and only upgraded things when they needed to be fixed, like an oven or a fridge. But the whole beauty of her kitchen, her cooking, had nothing to do with how the surroundings looked or what other people thought. And same with her gardening. She loved to garden. Not a vegetable to be found. Um, all flowers. And she had flower beds all over their yard. They had a big yard. And that was her passion. And in the winter, it was planning, planning that garden and cooking. And she loved to do those things. And she was always singing. Just, yeah, just singing. So I just wanted to reflect on that she made her life and created her life in a beautiful artistic way. She was very creative in her gardening and her cooking. And she loved to do kind of sewing and embroidery, but didn't do that as much. But what my mom defined as success were things that didn't cost money. She was not extravagant in travels, clothes, cars, house, but she was rich in mindfulness and appreciating the beautiful little things in life that don't cost anything. And she wouldn't have called it mindfulness. Her most favorite thing to do was to sit in her gazebo with a coffee and watch her garden and see the rabbits and listen to the birds and see all the flowers, and just be present, and just be present. And growing up, I thought she was so boring, and antisocial, and I don't know, just was so not engaged in life and the world, because she wasn't always going out, and didn't have a lot of friends, and you know, didn't really invest in herself in clothing or other stuff like that. And so to me, she just looked like she wasn't living life. But now I know She absolutely knew the secret to living a good life. And that was following her heart and just 
and just doing more of what made her happy. And that was being in her garden with the birds and rabbits and going places with my dad, like driving to little towns to go to a lily show or just going to a small drive in the country and stopping at a little restaurant with my dad and cooking beautiful meals for our family and having gatherings. So when it comes down to it, looking at what success is, what is, who defines success? Who gets to make up what that is? I thought she was failing when I was a kid because she looked like she really wasn't doing that much. Meanwhile, she had it all. And I know that now and I've learned that. And I just want to share with you, no matter what it looks like on the outside, to the outside world, to society, um, please just follow your own heart. Try to not worry about what the expectations are from anyone and define your own success. And that really is what makes a beautiful life. And really, you are creating your own life. You are the artist of your own life. Whether you think you're an artist, whether you think you're creative, you're all of those things. So you get to define those terms, what they actually mean, and you get to define success and what that actually means for you. And often, I think we try to be successful in the traditional society way of gaining more money and things and possessions to do all the things that my mom was doing without those things. To be joyful, to have space in her life, to do the things she enjoyed, to spend time with her favorite people, and to put love in everything she did. Even when she made lunches for us, she would put little love notes. And when I was in elementary school, you could still take peanut butter to school. Instead of just making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, she would take lovely white bread, cut the crusts off, roll them out, put peanut butter and jam, and roll them up and cut them into teeny tiny little little rolled up wheels of peanut butter and jelly. It's the little things. It's the little things that matter. Thank you to everyone who shared your heart with me and your love. It's all the little things that you've done for me and those around you that really matter. It's not the extravagant parts of life that create our life, like weddings or big worldly trips. It's those in-between moments that create our life. So this was way more emotional than I had planned. I apologize if it's too much for some people. I just wanted to share with you my little heart sprinkle to let those who are grieving know you aren't alone. I'm for real sending you my biggest heartfelt loving hug of good energy, not to take your grief away, but to validate that what you're going through is totally honest and matters wherever you're at is just perfectly fine. There's always someone to help you if you if you need it. Please don't worry or struggle or suffer alone if you if you need some support and the other part is you define your own success and please be the artist of your life because you are creating your life whether you intend to or not everything is a choice whether we make the choice intentionally or not so i hope that you define your life on your terms add more joy lean into more joy and release the expectations. That's it. Okay, thanks for joining me on this little heart sprinkle episode of Off the Canvas. I should maybe call it On My Heart. Off the Canvas and Onto My Heart. Okay, enough big ideas. Have a wonderful day, beautiful soul.